Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today, we're going to talk about weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes. And to my servant, Do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Let's turn to Matthew 22, verse 1. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. Again he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready. But those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. The scripture says that God has clothed us with a robe of righteousness. Through the sacrifice of Jesus, through faith in his sacrifice, through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have been made righteous. God made him who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So this is the wedding garment, the robe of righteousness. And if we don't have that, we are not going to be allowed in the wedding feast. There is a wedding supper coming. It's called the marriage supper of the Lamb. Jesus has made every provision for us to be there. The Father has made every provision for us to be at that feast and to have that wedding garment 
and that is the sacrifice of his beloved son. Jesus lived as a man. He was tempted in every way as we are, yet he never yielded. He never sinned. That's why he could offer himself on the cross, and he was willing to do it. He had to overcome his own flesh in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he sacrificed himself on the cross. He went through suffering that we cannot imagine. Jesus has already gone through it, and he triumphed over all the powers of darkness when the Father raised him from the dead. All has been provided for us to be a part of that wedding feast. If we will repent, if we will turn from our own wicked ways and repent and believe the gospel, believe what the Lord has done for us and put our trust in him, and we must continue with him. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you will be my disciple indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Let's turn to Matthew 24, verse 45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, My master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him, and at an hour when he is not aware of, and will cut him in two, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 25, verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made other five talents. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. I want to tell every one of us, it's been a long time. It's been 2,000 years, but the Lord is coming, and he's going to settle accounts with us. Don't be deceived. Jesus is coming. He's coming very soon, based on what we see taking place, comparing that with the things that have been prophesied. We know he's coming very soon, and he's going to settle accounts with us. Verse 20, so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. That's where we want to go. We want to enter into the joy of our Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, 
you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him, and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Is this one of those verses that you tend to read over quickly and not pay too much attention to? The reason I'm doing this message, the reason I believe the Lord is giving me this message for you today, is to warn you and me and all of us that His coming is getting very close and all of these things will be fulfilled and He is going to settle accounts with us. The day will come when we will have to face the Lord Jesus and give an account for what we've done and what we haven't done with what he's given us. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Do you know some of the least? You may know some that you you don't think are, are much of a Christian, but you don't know them. You don't know their heart. And they may be one of the least. How are you treating them? How are you treating the ones that God brings across your path? When you see them in need, what do you do? Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in, naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly I say to you, inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Jesus has done everything for us, and he has warned us very clearly that there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's turn to Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, Have we not prophesied in your name, 
cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. These are Christians. These are people who say, Lord, Lord. These are not only Christians, these are Christians who have been filled with the Holy Spirit. No one can cast out a devil except by the Spirit of God. No one can do miracles except by the Spirit of God. So don't think that because you are a Christian and you've been baptized in water and you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you go to a so-called good church that you are exempt. Don't think that because you're under what they call grace nowadays, which really many times is false grace, don't think that because you're under grace that you're okay. What did Jesus say? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So what are we to do? Well, he gave us the answer right here in verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, And it did not fall, for it was founded on a rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Jesus, of course, was referring to all the things he spoke about in the Sermon on the Mount. As I said earlier, he's made every provision for us to walk with him, and to walk in his word. He said, if you love me, keep my words. And if you love Jesus, if you really love him, you will be able to keep his words. You will receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will lead you in keeping the words of Jesus. He will enable you. If you will humble yourself and yield to the Holy Spirit, yield to the Lord. If if you make a mistake, you can always go to him and ask forgiveness He said he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you. Amen. Of all unrighteousness, he's made provision for all of this through the sacrifice of himself and through his resurrection. So it's a matter of do you love him or do you love yourself and your own pleasures or money or the things of this world more than you love Jesus? But if you will love him, he will help you. He will be with you and you will be able to walk with him. Amen. And you won't be one of those that will be weeping and gnashing their teeth as they are cast into outer darkness. 